2: Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, and Cody Del Mendo. It's the show about nothing. It used to be Seinfeld. Now it's the CHGO Cubs podcast. Listen, that was maybe the greatest show of all time. We're just taking over their theme, nothing's happened. We keep talking about that nothing's happened. And as, as Shane says in the chat, welcome to everybody in the chat, by the way. I can't say I've ever watched Ready?
1: Seinfeld before, so I don't really know that I've ever, like, I get what you're saying. You've you say never watched Seinfeld no, before? Never watched How Seinfeld. Have you never? I, watched I can't Seinfeld.
2: be part of this podcast anymore. I, <laughs> to say that out loud on the podcast, It's Ryan. the greatest show <laughs> ever made, the funniest <laughs> show ever made. Uh, oh, well, the, the, the gist of it was that Jerry and George, the show is really about... Nothing. You know, there is no sure great theme to it. It's just friends. And then Jerry and George come up George comes up with the idea of pitching to NBC a show about nothing. And so they actually pitch their own show, which they're doing, to NBC and NBC's like, I love it. It's meta. It's like Inception. Yeah. It's a show about okay. nothing. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs maybe been doing maybe one day. still. Maybe one day
0: we, we, st- we are still waiting. We could implement more office things in here. Yeah, office.
2: But, oh, office is a good show office too. Is, office, not, is not as good as Seinfeld, but it's mind. it's a great comedy. You're saying that to two millennials
0: right here. Right? <laughs> yeah, <but> I, <laughs> I love know, the man. I love the Office.
2: No, I know the but Office. L- like me never, and Ryan After grew Michael up with Scott, it shouldn't have existed though. It had That's more. It had had more bad seasons than Seinfeld. Eight and nine probably should have. They should have stopped. They should have ended. James Spader shouldn't have been part of it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Seinfeld, Seinfeld's better than the office I'm with you Luke
2: eh. Maybe I'll get around to watching it someday
0: It is on Netflix now yeah.
2: <laughs> Mike Dubbs, Come on Ryan, media rule 101 Fake it until you make it <laughs> I, don't lie.
1: I don't lie, these guys go FAX facts I, I'm F-A-C-T-S, F-A-C-T-S
2: Jed is a real Newman, Newman is the mail carrier Hello Newman um,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So are the Cubs going to get the Cubs, I said this could have been the title of the show. The Cubs are still going to get Correa or Swanson, are we Deluzio? Because their big move of the day was <laughs> signing free agent outfielder Ben Deluzio to a minor league deal as revenge for the Cardinals yeah. signing Wilson Contreras. They have now signed a what former a Cardinal move. speedy outfielder to a minor league deal. So they're not doing nothing. They're still out there making moves. It... I don't know enough about to lose you. All the I know he's supposed to be fast and he's supposed to be good defensively. So he's. Yeah. It's probably a minor league depth. Oh, he's, he's like, uh, who was your favorite guy that used to be? Terrence Gore? No, I, I covered him. Tony Campana? Tony, He's Tony Campana. Hey. He could be Tony. Tony
0: Campana's a nice dude. And I was DMing with him. He said he'd come on the podcast like a couple See? weeks ago. Tony Campana. Someone tweeted a picture of He lives, of in, Tony Tennessee he, he lives he, in Tennessee now. He lives in Tennessee. He lives in Tennessee now with his uh, wife and couple kids. Uh, big Ohio State fan, but goes to Tennessee Volunteers games all the time. How about that?
2: That knocks him down a peg for me. And yeah. people thought they were going to come to this podcast today and there'd be nothing new to talk about. You just found out his that dad Campana went to lives Eastern Illinois University, played football there. Legend. I uh, interviewed his dad on his first day at Wrigley Field. Mm Pretty sure that was Campana, yeah. Campana? Yeah. Also, Sean Marshall. I remember when Sean Marshall came up it was like, his fam- whole family was there. They were all fired up. Um, Before we get into
1: what we're yeah. going to get into, I wanted to, like, because so Matthew Gregory asked um, this question. I actually got it on Twitter yesterday, too. Um, thoughts on a potential move for Syndergaard? So, adding Noah Syndergaard, he's still on the market. Yeah. You know, he's a guy who used to be. Felt like one of the most dominant pitches in baseball has, you know, injuries have taken their toll haven't on him. I forgot 2015. Yeah, injury, yeah. injuries and, and age have taken their toll on Four. him, so I, I'm
2: curious what you guys think. Well, he's on scene. the list of guys I mentioned yesterday when I was like, okay, this is who's left, right? Yeah. Rodon is still left. Doesn't sound likely to the Cubs, at least. No. You haven't heard that mentioned at all. The next name I said was Bassett. 40 minutes after that, we taped the podcast, <laughs> Bassett was gone on a deal. Uh, what was his? I actually wrote it down here. Bassett, 34 years old, three years, $63 million, um, a former White Sox 16th rounder who was traded with Jeff Samarja to the A's. So, but he, he had a lot of injuries early in his career, and he was a late bloomer. So the rumor was that Bassett had been asking for like five years. And so the Cubs weren't interested in giving yeah. a 34 year old a five year deal. But then when I, I see him get a deal three for 63, I see what. Well, sounds well, like it's you, right up the Cubs' alley, right? It sounds like, the, right? Like a lot of money, yeah. but it's, it's just for three years. He's not even going to be 40 when he's done. And if you're looking for quality pitching depth, this is a guy who hasn't had an ERA touching forward in like the last four seasons. And in fact, some of them have been way better than that. Like mm-hmm. three, like low threes, really good yeah. ERAs. So, as far as Syndergaard, uh, Syndergaard is still a name I'd be interested in adding depth. Again, it's not gonna. If you don't get a shortstop, it's not going to excite me that you added Syndergaard and Tyone. But both guys would certainly mm-hmm. make the rotation stronger. Definitely replace, more depth. They'd probably replace Smiley and Miley. Yeah. Well, realistically, so
0: and and this just a small point. We sit here and talk about how great pitching infrastructure is and Tommy Hattavi. Who knows? If they did sign him, maybe they could really – I wouldn't say they'd bring the velocity back, but they might help him become a better pitcher, which and what, you know what I mean by that, right? Like, yeah, and he
2: is a different pitcher than right. he was, right? He's not right. the like, straight gas used, anymore. When, yeah. we,
0: when they faced him in 2015 in LCS, like, the guy was just throwing gas. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, he can't do that anymore. So, I mean, and with, especially with the injuries that he's had. But, yeah, he was he was solid – innings-eater depth guy for the Angels and Phillies last year. I mean, again, it doesn't move the needle, doesn't, like, change much. Well, the, the way I look at it is you know,
1: in the conversations that I've had, um, the Cubs are, you know, more interested in those short-term deals right? Um, with guys. So, obviously, Syndergaard, may, he may end up being, like, a one-year prove-yourself kind of guy. He had a good year this year, you know, in solid, good-ish range. Um, so that may be another year where he, you know, signs a one-year contract, kind of prove himself, tries to, tries to lock down a little longer-term contract next offseason. Um, but I know the Cubs are probably, at this point, more interested in those shorter-term deals. They're, they're not going out and signing guys that are going to compete for a rotation. It's probably if they're going to sign another starter, it's probably going to be for a guy... Who they know is going to be in the rotation is going to bump someone else either to a swingman role or a guy maybe like Javier Assad back down to the minor option down to the minors kind of thing, um, that could be where Syndergaard uh, fits in. Uh, you mentioned Rodon. I mean, I, if, I I feel like at, at at the right price or if they kick that tire and yeah. this, like, there's still a possibility that that could happen as slim as that chance is um, because he is such a dominant. Pitcher at this the last couple of years, he's kind of proved himself as an ace. They need it, they have the money for it, and at the right price, I could see that still possibly happening.
2: Um, but I mean, I, I'm kind of with you where it doesn't, it doesn't feel think, like it is. Like, no, we'd, we'd have yeah. heard more. Don't you we, think he's likely Giants or Yankees? Somebody's yeah. going to give him way more money than he's worth.
1: We'd have heard more about Cubs' interest in Rodon yeah. at this point versus what we, you know, kind of speculated to begin the offseason or even during the season. Um, but. A, Going back to center guard, like, for what the Cubs are looking for as they kind of maneuver the rest of this offseason and as far as the starting pitching market goes, uh, maybe. Maybe that's a guy they look at because he's a short-term deal. He's probably not going to cost them a whole lot. Um, but, ha- again, they have to feel like, okay, this guy's going to be in our rotation, which means we're bumping someone out of it. Um, either, again, either bullpen, like, swingman role kind of thing or, uh, you know, going to sit in the minors, pitch there while we – to be depth for us, and then when the cup, when you know when he's ready, to, when we need a guy to come up, he can come up for us and pitch. Like that's how the Cubs have to be looking at yeah, it right now.
2: Smiley, Miley, Uvaldi, Cindergaard, Johnny uh, Cueto. Who else is still out there? That's shorter term. See, I, Bassett surprised me that he was only three years. Yeah. But um, again, if you do Rich those, Hill. this is kind. Of, Rich Hill, yeah, Rich, Rich Hill for Luver. another year, bring him back. Johnny, Zach Davies, Johnny Cueto there. too. Oh god, uh, yeah, Johnny, Johnny. <laughs> I heard him talking uh. about Johnny Cueto (laughs) on the radio. Johnny Cueto is sitting with his agent knowing that eventually this market's going to shake out and then he'll be sitting there and he can say, well, look what I did for the White Sox. Why wouldn't you add me as depth and some team's going to give him a one-year deal and he'll make more money and he may or may not reproduce what he did for the Sox last year. Frankly, he does sort of make sense for the Cubs if they're doing this sort of route. I see Niren is saying... Um, earlier in the chat, you know, remember Niran's the guy that built us the Google sheet mm-hmm. for free agency, so we could be all be fake GMs. And his list of guys are not going to, yeah, Smiley Waka Kluber. He's saying his list of guys are not going to thrill you. Like Narvaez, uh, go get Conforto, uh, trade for a third baseman, and then add one of these. Mid-tier pitchers on on a short-term deal. The problem, I I don't have a problem with that being part of the plan. The problem comes again if you don't add the big-name shortstop because this team, if you watch the second half of the season, didn't lack pitching. No. They were one of the better pitching. They had one of the best ERAs since the All-Star break. And I don't know if they can recreate that, but I'm just saying pitching wasn't the problem at the end. Offense was the problem. They told yeah. us offense was the problem. So, while I I I like the idea of adding Cindergaard to a huge mix of guys at the right deal, it certainly yeah. doesn't make you feel like wow the Cubs have made an improvement this off season, right? Because you were able to have guys like Sampson and Assad come up, and how much better can Cindergaard be than what they did at the end of the year? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at center guard's numbers right now,
0: and I'm actually a little su- pleasantly surprised by some of it. Well, that's what I'm um, saying. Like last year yeah, was actually no. a solid yeah. year for him, considering he had a 2.2 F WAR, you know, 3.94 ERA. I know that's basically four whatever. <laughs> um, and his K per nine is down compared to like his prime years where he was up to nine or ten. Like I get it, but 134 innings, he started 24 games. He's going to only be 30 next season, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like
2: he's 37. But, again, you know what the problem is, Cody? Like, if he's just signing one-year deals.
1: And I don't think he wants
2: to sign a one-year let, deal. Let's say he wants to sign a two- or three-year deal. That's what I think he wants okay? to Okay, like he wants a Bassett-type deal. Yeah. Let's say he wants that um, and play the hypothetical. Well, there are uh, the Cubs aren't the only team looking to add pitching like this because of, A, the new rules, the pitch clock, all of those, like, pitching staffs are getting stretched out even more. Again, until you acquire a guy like Correa at shortstop, why are free agents for three years going to be like, yep, let me go be part of yeah. the end of the Cubs rebuild? Like, yeah. They still want to win. If the money's equal, t- players still want to win. So then they end up going to a team like the Giants. Right. No, I, I'm with you. I, I'm I'm
0: saying center guard would be a fine piece if they did add Carl- yeah. Swanson or Agreed. or Correa. I, and a lot of those guys on that list, I feel like, would be fine if you, if you sign Swanson or Correa. They don't really make a lot of sense if you don't sign either of those two. If they don't sign either of those two, I mean, unless we're getting real creative on the trade market or you're kicking the tires on Rodon, like Ryan said, then we're signing up for another fringe like talk ourselves into 80 win type season. That's just the fact of the matter. And like I hate it. I shouldn't have to sit here and say it, but it's it, it is the fact of the matter and uh yeah. Well, Luke, for the love of God, please don't put me through that. <laughs> Luke,
1: you mentioned you mentioned uh the second half and the pitching was like you said really yeah. good. The offense was but the offense was kind of like that throughout the year where it's like a lot of one-run games, a lot of randomness that ended up not working in the Cubs' favor. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that Jed said at his N.F.C.'s impressor, you know, back in October, was that he, you know, that they wanted to limit the randomness in, in you know, potential Cubs outcomes. Like they wanted to sign players that, you know, he, he mentioned the good teams blow people out. That's right. There's no randomness in that because when you're up five runs late in the game, you really have to implode as a bullpen to to lose that game versus being up a run or two. Like that, those are different. Situations, he said he wanted to sign the players and build a roster that could blow people out. That can eliminate that kind of randomness. And as of now, the only thing they've done to address that is sign a, a Cody Bellinger who was a below-average hitter last year
2: and the year before, and so, and lose Wilson Contreras and lose Wilson. So currently, they are obviously not as good offensively yeah, as they were last. Currently year. Currently, they are net negative Correct. offensively.
1: Now a guy like Carlos Correa doesn't automatically make this an above-average offensive team, but the things that he could do to address the lineup just haven't been done yet. I say yet because there's still a possibility it could happen, but they haven't been done in general because the only offensive player they've signed is is Cody Bellinger and I guess now Ben Deluzio is minor league contract, right? Um, So it kind of makes me feel like where it kind of you know when I uh, I forgot which year it was but back when Theo talked about the offense being broken, and then I think it was 18 off season right after 18.
2: It's it's the year that they was it traded Darvish. It was the off no, 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 they traded no. Darvish. No, the that, no, that was 20.
1: Broken. That was after twenty when they traded Darvish. What what was the off What was the off season? The the eighteen then. I, twenty that, after twenty eighteen. Yeah, eighteen. 18 right? He said yeah. the offense so, was broken, yeah. but I mean, they never did. They didn't do anything to address it. Right. Yeah. They signed and, Daniel Descalso. Yeah. And so at yeah. this point, it's like it's starting to feel the same kind of ways. Like Jed said that he wanted to you know kind of eliminate this kind of randomness. Uh, you know, try to build a roster that's gonna blow, uh, blow uh, that can blow teams out to eliminate that. Um, and and granted, the lineup and the roster are is in a different place now than it was in 2018 when they could have done something to to, to fix that. But yeah. it's kind of it feels like the message is there, but the action hasn't been. It's kind of like you you know I guess t- for lack of a better phrase, talking the talk but not actually walking the walk right. at this point. Um, so you that's why you need to see moves being made this offseason. and there there's still time. Like you, they go out and get Carlos Correa, Omar Narvaez. We know can be a, a solid. Offensive catcher, like there's pieces they can go out and get that would actually improve this lineup, and and you know can potentially help eliminate some of that randomness that we saw so often, you know, this last year. You know, you talk about Cole Wright <laughs> pretty much every game telling you the Cubs' record in one-run games, right? Right. That's the randomness that can be eliminated yeah. if they go out and sign some of these guys. And but it's going to keep going down, so they have to get out of the comfort zone and just go get them. Yeah. They have um, to just go get them.
2: So here's on the positive side, there are people out there. Still saying and reporting that they believe the Cubs are in on these guys. Russ Dorsey of Stadium says Dodgers, Giants, Twins, Cubs, Red Sox, Braves for Dansby. Morosi thinks it might take eight years, 200 million. I don't know if that's in the eight years part is going to scare the Cubs more than the 200 million should. Um, Here's what Jim DeShays had to say on Cubs 360 yesterday. Again, you know, great Cubs analyst, does the games. He's been very vocal about a week ago, was it a week ago or 10 days ago when we had the, the idea pitched that, hey, they could go get two of these shortstops <laughs> right before Bogarts went in. Yes. And that's, that was the peak of the Cubs offseason when people let their minds roam and dream about the idea of adding Bogarts and Swanson or some combo of the two. Jim Deshays was in on that. He said, what do you want? I want two of these guys. Now, in yesterday's show, this is what he said on 360 about the free agent market, knowing that at this point right now, you still have a shot at Correa and you still have a shot at Swanson. I don't know what kind of shot that is, but this is Jim Deshays on marquee.
0: I think if I'm them, I'm, I'm all in on Correa, of whatever it takes to get him, if I can get that done. Um, failing to do that, uh, I would definitely pursue Swanson, but there's got to be a point where you say, the player's value is, you know, the, the market may be driving it this high, but we're, we're not really comfortable going there. And there's other ways we can improve our team uh, by adding pitching, by adding a catcher, by however, another left-handed bat in the outfield or something like that. Um, so that's my fear is that if they don't get one of the, the, the four shortstops, mm-hmm. the two remaining, uh, that the, the the implication is going to be that they failed. And well. I, don't, I don't know.
2: He just kind of at the end tails off and says, I I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want to admit that, or I don't know if that's right. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Mm -hmm. I know what a lot of people think if they don't get one of those shortstops, because again, if you're waiting for the shortstop market to play out and all these other guys are coming off the board, that could be fillers for those roles. The, the, the Bassets of the world, whoever you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's a slippery slope. I, I, yeah. You're gonna have to pay more than other people to get one of these two guys, and so I, I do like seeing that people still. Jim Bowden still thinks Cubs to, Cubs are in on it with the Twins for Correa, okay? And and Vegas two hundred and fifty plus two hundred and fifty favorites to get Correa. I I'll be honest with you, I trust that Vegas is closer to being right on this than any of the reports are being out. Like. They know something. Vegas knows something. So if they're still on a career, fine, but it's a dangerous slope if you're not going to up your offer enough to just be like, okay, he's not going. You can't be competing with Minnesota. I'll say it a thousand times. You cannot compete with the Minnesota Twins. You should be brushing aside a a town like Minneapolis like they're dust on your floor. Not that there's anything wrong with the city. This is Chicago. Hmm. We have Wrigley Field. You have a cookie-cutter ballpark in the middle of the woods. You can't compete. There's, There should be no competition. It's like when I saw um, uh, the catcher. Who was the catcher yesterday? Vasquez. Vasquez. Vasquez going to the Twins, right? It's not a crazy deal. So what are the options there? Were the Cubs outspent by the Twins? for? We know they were at least interested in him. So if he decided oh, to go to the Twins, were they outspent in years or money? Or did he decide that the Twins – there's no way he decided, I want to play for the Twins over the Cubs, unless he was like – the Twins are closer to a playoff team, and I don't know how you could think this—the World Series than the Cubs. Like the Twins aren't going to the World Series, so so it had to be, the money was a better offer. You can't get outspent by the Twins.
1: You, you what? They're talking about trading their top prospect yeah, Luis Arise for pitching,
2: right? Yeah. So that yeah. so that's what I'm saying. Like he was. You the can't be outspent <laughs> by the Twins, and you certainly can't be outbid by the Twins of all the teams. You can't let the twins get Correa.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, well, I, I think that I think Vasquez maybe a little different situation because of the three-year contract, um, and it, it kind of you know it's the same thing with with the Abreu. Like I know the Cubs had been in on the on Abreu. You know, we, we knew that the whole time that they were interested. Um, they were in at, at, at various points, but when it came down to that three-year, that third year for Abreu, it kind of. I, I, I believe a lot of teams kind of shied away from that one. And maybe when it comes to the Cubs, specifically for Vasquez, it's like that third year. The Cubs, do the Cubs want Christian Vasquez to be their, you know one of their catchers for three years? Probably um, hope Amaya's ready. Yeah, they're, they're probably hoping at some point Amaya's ready. Maybe Moises Ballesteros is, is ready in the next couple of years and, and ready to take over catching. Like,
2: But then depth, uh, trade the guy after two years.
1: That or Jan
0: Gomes has one more year anyway. So, yeah. like, you can move on from Jan Gomes next, after next year and you have two more years of ag. Yeah. But so, it does it, look I mean, more and more
2: like Higgins and Gomes at yeah. catcher. It's, it's just, it's just no, me trying
1: to add, like, trying
0: to rationalize that, it some way. If it is Gomes and Higgins next year... Then I will get angry about the Contreras going to St. Louis thing. Was Nervai
2: adding Nervai? Like, what's the last option? Adding would Nerva- 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 be Nerva- the next Nerva- option.
1: Well, because yeah, if Christian Vasquez is off the board, obviously we talked about Sean Murphy yesterday on the show, uh, also off the board. Trading with trading, the Blue Jays, trading to the uh, the Braves. And, and I tweeted this uh, yesterday too. Like,
0: didn't wasn't there a report that Miguel Amaya was going to play in the in the WBC? Isn't there, wasn't he's, there something?
2: He's a, been a name. Yes, there is something like his, yeah. his so name. He put there, his yeah. name on the list to play, but yeah. I, it, it doesn't guarantee that he's ready right. to play. But he, And I'm,
0: I'm not trying to say that he is, but I'm saying that – He said if, he would play. I if, don't know if that if means he, he's healthy he enough to play. If he actually can play, then perhaps maybe that gives me some confidence that we'll actually, we could see him earlier than what anyone thinks. I, I don't know, though. But, like, still, you're relying on an injury-prone prospect. He's 23 and has a lot of promise if he can stay on the field, but, like, you're letting Contreras go for no, – like, letting Contreras go for nothing – Hurts more than him going to the Cardinals to me, it, it, especially if you don't. If you don't at least pick up a defensive-minded catcher, which is the whole reason you let Contreras go to begin with. So now they like they have to get Narvaez or someone. Like, I don't yeah. know who after Nar Narvaez off the top of my head, but you got to get someone, or else it's just incompetency. Like that's why Cubs Twitter was in shambles yesterday when Vasquez signed with the Twins because it's like. We're letting Contreras walk, and we don't, like, right now, like, you can't go with Jan Gomes as your starting catcher next year for 162, no. dude. You got to get another one. And and if and if Amaya comes up, then like, in the middle of the season, great. Again, Jan Gomes going into his last season, which means once he's gone, you can insert Amaya into that rotation, you know yeah. what I mean, of well, catchers.
1: The one, the one, well, so you mentioned Miguel Amaya in the World Baseball Classic. This is... Uh, an article at, at Marquee Sports Network, Andy Martinez, um, you know, Jared, paraphrasing, of course, Jared Banner said Miguel and Maya should be ready to go for spring training, um, could be playing competitive games in March. And then, you know, at the World Baseball Classic, they had all like the managers and, and front office people, quote unquote, for um, you know, different countries in the World Baseball Classic, they had, like, a little media availability thing. Uh, Panama manager Luis Ortiz said Amaya is on their 50-man preliminary list and under consideration for the final roster, pending a green light for the Cubs. So it could be that the Cubs decide that, like, hey, this, you know, Miguel Amaya hasn't really been healthy. He just had that list frank fracture uh, that kept him out of uh, the Arizona Fall League. So they could decide that they just don't want him to go play there. As much as, like, the Cubs – have been open to letting players, like you know, obviously when they want to represent their country, that doesn't ha- it only happens every four years, so it doesn't happen a lot. Like that's a, a, a big honor to be able to be able to do that, um, but it may be a different situation with Amaya just because he hasn't really been healthy in a while, hasn't really thrown like in a game he has, I don't think he's he caught at all last he year no. so they might oh, want indeed. him to get some playing
2: time that you know just like some but it may, games it may, but they but also yeah. maybe
1: like they just want him to just start getting ready with them in spring training where they can mm-hmm. monitor him versus sending him off you know they're not really sending him off anywhere but like you know going to the World Baseball Classic yeah. playing competitive games right away uh, That'd before be my they, route but <laughs> it, it the whole my whole point is all that you know all that is to say that Miguel Amaya you don't really know what you're going to get from him next year. So there's definitely no it's definitely not smart to bank on him being ready to go at all in 2023 until we can kind of show you he can stay healthy, he can come up, he, you know, he's, he's he's his arm's fine, he catches fine, he hits fine. Like all that, he has to prove a lot to even have a chance to come up next season. So yeah. I I'm I'm with you in that they they do need to show up catching in some fashion. Yeah. Jan Gomes and PJ Higgins like they were they were good for the Cubs this past season, but that also because, you know, that that's also, it's also because they had Wilson, they right. don't have Wilson anymore. And it's, it's tough to count on those two as your starting catchers in some rotation for 162 games. I like guess it, it it's, it's not well, going to be irresponsible. Paul Bacco's
2: yeah. not walking through that cornfield. Boy <laughs> Hill's not walking. Damon Berry oh, Hill's man, not walking, you know. walking through Henry that cornfield. He's
0: still a coach.
2: <laughs> That's right, Hank White's not walking Hank through that White. door. <laughs> yeah. see a Michael lot of Barrett's not walking Uncle through Barrett, that door. A lot of people
1: hungry. in the chat talking about Tucker Barnhart, hard pass. I do not want Tucker Barnhart. Either.
2: Well, I saw now that, you know, Gary Sanchez There's would now potentially from, be available Kevin. because they have yeah, a catcher. And beggars it's like, can't be choosers, Kevin. <laughs> Gary Sanchez uh, had, like, you know, m- maybe close to 20 home runs last year. He's not the home run hitter he was, but I don't know if he's – Again, they are trying to add offense, but is he the, is he good enough defensively for what they've decided they want? If, like I wouldn't think he'd be a target on their list. He doesn't seem like he fits the mold of guys they're looking for. Yeah. I think if they add another catcher, it's going to be a totally defensive-minded catcher. Yeah, well, and again means, makes that's a fine. Lot of sense. That that's fine, but then you better find your offense to replace yeah. Contreras and beyond mm-hmm. in other places. Yeah. Well, Tucker Barnhart our, has not
1: been ever a, a as far as WRC Plus goes, he has not been above 90 in WRC Plus. So he's definitely not a good hitter. Like, he doesn't bring on mm-hmm. offensive value uh, from behind the plate, you know. Uh, he has had multiple solid, you know, positive defensive rating-type seasons, um, you know, in the last few years, but... It's not. It's like you've kind of said all along. It's like trades that move, or uh, signings that move the needle. That's not one. It maybe you know, it just gives you another body behind the plate. But I don't know that it. It's oh. it, it. It'll help the def, def the defensive side. But is it going to really help the team overall all that much? Considering how much you're losing offensively. I don't know. Would, yeah. Mig- I don't Would know.
2: Miggy play one more year? No. <laughs> cuz Coy Hill's Nar- not walking Narvaez through the door
0: makes the most sense and he should be number 1 target in my opinion at this point. It's already bad enough the Brewers got Wilson's brother. Now are got to deal with both of them. If they don't get Narvaez so I can at least say, "Oh, we got, we got a former Brewer catcher." Yeah. That could perhaps get back to what he used to be and like, you know, kind of had a down year last year. The year before though, he was very solid for them. Like if he can get back to that, then I think you're you're
2: looking you're looking okay. Um, but you are going to see Contreras a lot on jerseys next season. That's, that's for sure. Hey, uh, Greenridge no. farm a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all natural option. Makers of all natural deli meat sausages and their famous meat sticks. Perfect for tailgating, happy hour school lunches. These all natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for not five hours, not six, eight hours, 16 grams of protein per stick. A perfect post-workout snack. Meat sticks come in chicken, black forest beef, flavors like jalapeno, cheddar, and spicy chili. Sounds good for the wintertime. If you haven't tried them yet, you don't know what you're missing. Delicious because they're made from recipes generations in the making and being all natural. They deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find them in the refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or your local Chicagoland grocery stores. Right now, when you order any three meat products at greenridgefarm.com, Include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks are free. Simply using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm. Simply natural meat. Now, I got to tell you something, guys.
1: Tell us. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. You ever dream of sitting in a seat you never thought you could? 50-yard line at a Bears game? Courtside at a Bulls game, behind home plate at a Cubs game next year. If you're still into that, at this point, <laughs> Uh floor seats at a concert. I think Taylor Swift is going to be in Chicago sometime next next year, and those tickets were insane. When I, I didn't even look at them, but pe- I've see, I've heard people talk about them. She Apparently cried about it for like two weeks, man. It blew up Ticketmaster or something like that. Mm-hmm. She uh, hates but, Ticketmaster now. So yeah. yeah, you couldn't get them on Ticketmaster. She's the new Pearl Jam. But you couldn't get them on Ticketmaster. What is going on over there? But you could possibly get them on Game Time. It's possible with the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never buy. You won't find a better deal this season on you know a Bears game. Bears, we got Bears Eagles this weekend. Uh, is there any more home game for the Bears after that? I know they're on the road next week. Well, they have you know. one in January. We're starting. We're starting to get off the rails. Do here. they play in January? They have they
2: have a game yeah. in January. They got yeah. the Vikings on the eighth. You get the Vikings. Ball. There you go. Yeah, the or you know
1: over. Bulls. Bulls host the Knicks on Friday. If you're looking, if you're into that kind of stuff, you're into basketball. Come you won't find the, a better deal this takeover. season. Dude. Uh, it's game time is created by the fans for the fans. It guarantees the lowest price. If you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Join over 15 million people who have downloaded the GameTime app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Game Time is dope, man. I, I, I'm going to still talk about it. That one Bears, that was at week three, I think, Bears-Texans. Yeah. I went to that one after our tailgate and, you know, the, the, the walk-off field goal. It was awesome. man. It was great, great weather, great times. I still, you know.
2: Back when the Bears had dreams. Yeah,
1: right. I, I'd still say the Bears, you know. I, I'd, or I'd rather watch football on television but if I ever want to go to a Bears game again, I know game times there.
2: He's got my back. Yeah, he's used it for. At least college someone football. has your
0: back around here. The Cubs do not have my back.
2: You know. <laughs> Cody's sinking into a dark place. That's just sad.
0: Here, I'm done being angry. I'm just disappointed, man. Like they let all these You're not guys... done
1: being angry. Well, that's true.
0: But today <laughs> I'm done. Like I'm not going to yell today because, like, first off, someone told me I need to take a Xanax yesterday. Uh, and second off, uh, <laughs> second off, like I know not everyone wants to hear me yell every single day. Those are supposed to be sacred moments on this show. So I'm I have entered the I'm just disappointed mode. Like you let Vasquez fall to to the Twins for three years, thirty million. You you let Bassett go for on a, on, a, on a really nice deal. Ross Stripling signs today, two years, whatever the fuck it is. Like I like the. These aren't moves that really like move the needle, but they're like, you can't sign Correa or Swanson and then, and then do nothing else. Like these, like we've talked about it at ends about how this team has holes and they have the money to fix those holes, and they're not doing it, man. And it, I swear to God, if we go into into spring training and Cody Bellinger and James Jameson Tiant are your big 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 moves. I'm gonna be extremely pessimistic, and I hate being pessimistic, man. I like I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do You're it. You're
1: becoming more and more like Michael Culotta by the day. I still the Cubs are turning you into Michael Culotta. My
2: gut still tells me they get one of the shortstops.
1: Me too. That, that they're gonna I go to so. an
2: uncomfortable place. They'll spend. They'll. They'll finally decide. You know what? We have to give more years than we want. More money. We. We have to do intelligent spending, but we have to do one of these guys. Yeah. I, I still, my gut still thinks that's going to happen. Some part of me
1: tells me in the same sense that, like, they're going to have to go above their comfort zone to get one well, of them. That's just where the market is. And if they're going to go above their comfort zone at all anyway, what is, I mean, there's really at that point no price, no, no pricing that's going to really, really make it where they're like, okay, we definitely, definitely can't do this. Like, if they're going out of their comfort zone to get a Carlos Correa, and then even past that is like, oh, we need another $20 million a year for him. Well, then it's like at that yeah. point you're you're still a Chicago Cubs. Like you, yeah. might, you, and you, could,
2: you could do it. You I'm could do surprised it. they shot their shot with John Lester even pitching to Bogarts and that didn't happen. So that gives me a little bit of pause. Like they obviously used everything they had to try and get Bogarts to take a certain deal, yeah. but there's still two of them left. And, and they've made it clear that they want to be in on it. And I don't know if the leak about the money was Crane Kenny just talking, and I don't know why he would do that if that's not really the case. Um, But it's going to be interesting. Here's here's what we're going to do. We're all going to feel better about the free agency thing when it finally happens. But until that happens, you can always find something on Twitter, whether it's crazy, absurd, funny. The latest thing I saw on Twitter was – should the Cubs go trade for Javi Baez? So let's just take a minute and let Here that let's just let that <laughs> soak in.
1: As it. as unlikely as that's what, going to be.
2: Less likely is that they're getting Correa and Swanson and Rodan all at one time. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> I guess yeah. well, they are not trading for Javi Baez. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. We have to let the past go at this point. Whether you believe Javi Baez was the right guy to keep out of that group. Whether you always wanted Javi Baez on the Cubs, he's not coming back. Here's what he, he has a 6-year deal, right? Yep. It was 140 million I think he got from the Tigers. Yeah. Yes, he's
1: got 120 left. So he's left. got
2: 5 and 120 left. Now he didn't play well except for against the White Sox, which was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play that well last season. The Tigers were not really that competitive. So, the on Twitter, they suggested, why not offer a little cash, knock the price down so that they're willing to just give him away to you and you don't have to give away as many prospects?
0: You wouldn't have to give up. I, you shouldn't have to give up like any prospects, like any major ones, because he Well you was shouldn't have to give bad. up PCA. <laughs> right. Well that's the thing is <laughs> Which is the, the whole point of, of trading
2: him was to get nah, a guy the, like
0: PCA. The type the type of trade you would make to get a guy like Javi Baez right now, the if the only pro of it is the fact that you really aren't you're not you're you're you're, you're selling really low on a guy like that and hoping that Bringing him back to where he became who he is, like he would get back to some sort yeah. of that. Like, but you wouldn't have to give up like anything for him. This would be a salary dump for the Tigers because they just yeah. got new like front office and everything. Like, Scott they Harris, just want to do former. their own thing. Like, as Cubs fans, we've seen how that works out. Yeah. Like, Naren says, I, for <laughs> half, half price, like, that would be the only <laughs> reason to come to do it.
1: Bogo. Um, no, uh, with Javi, I mean, so I'm looking at the contract now. He does have an opt out after 2023, so after this next season, and you know the way the shortstop market has gone, how we've seen it go this off season, if he has, if he a crazy bounce back like near MVT, MVP type level ish season next season, could he opt out of that contract and then you just traded a bunch of stuff for for hop, to, to reunion for That's Hobby right. that for one That's year right. like that?
2: The only po- that also gives it pause. Yeah, the only positive out of trading for Javi if you strike out in the free agent market is that yes defensively which you've said you wanted to do you would be better yes you would add more power to the lineup but <laughs> guys if they did do it he's one
0: that I'd be like you put him at second base cuz Nico Horner is the shortstop now like he led the league in errors last year man like yeah again it was, it was I, a I, bad and year, I and I fair. know the chat is erupting about this. I'm not encouraging it. I'm just I'm just explaining why you would do it to begin with and it's only because you're trying to take a swing at a, you know, trying to get a guy back to what he used to be. But I don't think the the tig- Tigers
2: are going to do that after one bad yeah. year, man. The, the one, I think it was clickbait, which we've been sucked yeah, into at this yeah, point. We, that's, we, what, that's what the Twitter thing was. It was clickbait. Shout out to – goofballs like us to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My thing is, is – I mean, and, and you can, goofballs like you us. Can <laughs> you can speculate and try to
1: play devil's advocate and give reasons for why it's not going to happen. The biggest reason it's not going to happen is because – the Cubs, if the Cubs really wanted him to be around in 2023, they would have just resigned him. Yeah, they would have just extended him last season instead of trading him. They would have tried to you know resign him last offseason, bring him back on you know whatever and deal. Everyone it was. would be yelling about how he sucks because yeah, in uh, the,
2: the contracts was a bad idea.
1: It's just, it's just if they wanted him on this team right now, they would have done what it took to keep him when they could have. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen
2: unless they thought well, the free agent market we could get Correa, we could get. They go through the list of guys and they sw- listen. I'm joking. I know. Javi is not coming back to the Cubs. No. It's not happening. You but, can hang on to your jersey and your jersey. That's okay. No. But don't expect him to but, wear that jersey again. I, yeah. But I do like the idea
0: of that type of trade if the Cubs could swing something like that. Now, I'm not talking about Javi Baez, I'm just talking about someone who might be on a bad contract. So, how about Anthony
2: Rendon, for
0: example? You know oh, what Bichette. I mean?
2: Well, Bo Bichette. not a bad deal, but they haven't signed him to an extension. So Morosi, yeah. threw out the deal. He, he said, listen, there's, there's been no trade talks about Bo He's just throwing out the idea like a Javi Baez. Mm-hmm. As you get closer to the end of a deal and a young guy isn't re-signed to an extension, then you have to start asking the questions, when will they start taking offers if they don't plan on actually getting a deal done? Yeah, And I've said... I love Bobochet, but uh-huh. again, I don't want to deplete the whole farm system that you just built up. The way to build this current team right now this offseason is spending cash. Right. And, and then Dimitri- worry about the trades.
1: Dimitri asks, uh what do you th- what do you guys think Theo thinks about what's going on with this team? Some- <laughs> Sometimes I think Theo just like yeah. avoid dodge the bullet there like like yeah. Theo left that like right at the time and has kind of left Jed with all these decisions to make we talked about it yesterday like credit to Jed for being willing to make those decisions because it has led to obviously this this rebuild and where we're at right now and fan ire and all that stuff but Theo kind of just got out at the right time like he left and then just like Jed Nick here's you got you got a you got a list of you got a to-do list and I'm not going to do it so some part of me thinks Theo's like oof avoided that one got out at the right time I think
0: we all think that I mean that I mean he left a year before he was supposed to or his contract yeah. was supposed to and I, at the end of the day, I think he just didn't want to make the tough decisions. And like I get, agreed, that.
2: agreed. He saw this coming and was like, I don't want to tell these guys they've been traded. Yeah, I don't want to tell this guy we're not re-signing him. Well, like Schwarber, and there was. may not be bags of cash as we've been promised. Now, Schwarber was
1: like really, really his. Guy. Oh yeah, yeah. And I will
0: say, if he would have stuck around for that year, maybe they don't trade every single one of those guys. Yeah. But I don't know. Whatever. I mean. Again, I've I've sat here and, and have accepted it, and I have moved on from it, and that's why this offseason was supposed to be so crucial for the future because you now got a top-10 farm system. You've found some major leaguers who look like quality players or that can be part of a good team if you add some star power to it.
2: So Jed's got to do his part, man. Like That's why I'm freaking angry. Christian and Galvin say Theo created this mess and I would just say yeah. uh, some of that may be true. Keep in mind, the, while it's it's really easy to pick on Theo and Jed at the moment, mm-hmm. they're also the guys that ended a 108-year drought. And yeah. 100% they did it. Like mm-hmm. They may have done it, and it didn't work out in the end because guys didn't continue to develop farms. They, they made mistakes. Ownership obviously, stopped made mis- letting them spend money. They, yeah, obviously mistakes were made. But mm-hmm. don't forget and never forget what they did bring. Like. That does last forever. That does buy you a lot of time. I understand that. It doesn't mean it shouldn't continue to improve with Jed. But yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here today and said, well, what a disaster Theo was. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, he probably should have a statue outside Wrigley Field at some point. Probably to will be get one. Perfectly honest. He probably yeah. will get one. Um, and if they do. Maybe I would buy that little miniature statue at FOCO if they have it one day. Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite team, so get fitted out in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the living room, north side, south side, hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. You can get decked out like DeMar with apparel from the leader in sports merch and collectibles, FOCO. Looking for the perfect holiday gift for your football fan in your life? FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Now, I know a gift that Cody has thought about giving many times this holiday season, and that is the gift of Shy town Cornhole because he's a big believer. We played bags at the last tailgate with Tom, the inventor. The man behind shytown Town Cornhole, and you're a big fan of him, aren't you? Yeah,
0: Tom's a cool dude. Uh, he is you know, a good guy.
2: He, uh, me, and him have
0: been uh, friends on social media since before I started working here. And uh, yeah, no, he's he's a great dude. Is this the key when I read the ads? This is it, Cody. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't talk about it because I walked yeah. in three minutes before the show. Ah oh, man. Anyway, you
1: guys see you guys see the the title for this YouTube. The waiting is the hardest part. That, that was meant for Cody. That was yeah. meant for Cody being late to, or almost late to the <laughs> Almost show. late. I got here three minutes before, okay? Yeah. If, you're five, uh, if you're five minutes early, what are you, like on time? If you're on time, I you're I blame
0: the train. I had to wait at the freaking green line for 15 minutes. <laughs> Ridiculous. CTA. Anyway, my, my guy Tom at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. I was in high school. Man, what, what a time. 2007? Uh, our signature wow. box style design can be in- digitally printed Covered in vinyl and painted, our cornhole boards come with built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, LEDs that light up the hole, and exterior handles for easy carrying and handcrafted scorekeepers. Veteran-owned and operated, we ship anywhere and offer local pickups, specializing in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event, wedding gifts, and gifts for all occasions and especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues, go check out their website, shytowncornhole.com and make sure you follow them on Instagram at ChiTownCustomCornholeBoards. Custom Cornhole Boards. Shout out to Tom. I need a I need those align boards that he has. Yeah. It was so cool. You were in high school in 07? Yeah. I was a I was a Man. like sophomore junior. He's I was Man. Really? I was, I was already working
1: here in I Chicago. W- I was fourth or fifth <laughs> grade, Dude, depending Luke, on what Luke, time in two thousand seven. You, oh, are, yeah. you are I was three I'm years into
2: Com- Comcast SportsNet, may have already been moved to CSN by then. Yeah, like had to change names already. Yeah, I,
0: I mean, I, I, remember watching you on TV when I was in high school.
2: I think, I think that's sports, terrifying. sports. <laughs> I'm just saying, sports rise. Welcome <laughs> to Sports Rise. <laughs> no, what I want to say, yeah. I think
1: Sports Day was still yeah. on yeah. the air. Sports like, Day was noon. Yeah, yeah. that was the and noon I mean, to one
2: o'clock show.
1: There'd be some times where I'd be like home for lunch because I didn't live that <laughs> far from elementary <laughs> school. Turn on Sports Day.
2: Monday Sports Day.
1: Oh man. McDonald's Sports Rise. Long time ago. Never, oh, yeah, McDonald's Sports
2: it. Rise was a little bit later on. By yeah. the way, Michael Collada has joined the chat, and he says, for those of you new to the chat, Ricketts is cheap. <laughs> and he since then has tweeted two or three more times, Ricketts is cheap. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey. It's, it's still going. <laughs> you see, yeah, he, he's, um, he's going on a bender. But Dimitri he, says, honestly, thank you guys for these talks. It's therapeutic, and my girlfriend, friends, and family don't want to hear me cry about the Cubs anymore. This is what we're here for. <laughs> You this think how here. you should you should know space. how much
0: I cry to my girlfriend about the Cubs.
1: <laughs> she gets tired of it. I mean, I'm with
0: you. Like this, this, this right. sh- I come here to get paid to do this, but it's also therapeutic. This I is mean, safe shit. space,
1: and if you're not a, if you're not a diehard yet, you should sign up because the Discord, the Cubs Discord specifically that we're all yes. in. You uh, need to
2: show me the Discord. We'll, we'll,
1: we'll figure it out. But <laughs> you can the, get in
2: the Discord before Luke. <laughs> the Discord. I, I, in there, I need to get in it. I. I don't know the whole log. It is full thing, of it's angry Cubs fans,
1: and it's it's kind of funny to just to see. Like sometimes I'll like not like yesterday. Yeah. I did. I wasn't on my phone for a little while. I was doing other stuff. It was Wasn't angry. on social. Yeah, I came back and it was just like stream of messages yeah. that I missed. I just typed in like, "Hey, what I missed, guys?" Yeah. Do you Shout think on this
2: <laughs> Discord we could get like a background of flames that kind of scrolled through? Because I feel like unless they get Correa. Somebody will still be angry yeah, if they sign Correa. People, people will still be. They'll, yeah, still, yeah, be they'll still be. a still angry people, people be angry. especially if when they see the contract. Yeah. Um, but but Matthew again, Gregory, the Discord is becoming a dark place. Yeah, exactly, it's but, in
0: shambles. Like I tweeted yesterday, it's in shambles.
1: But if you are not a diehard, yeah, and you want to join the Discord, uh, wow. Kevin, can you pull up the the CHGO diehard uh, link real quick? I guess um, you can find. You can go on all There is a little drop down menu. You could find that. Um, you find that uh, the Hard link in there. Uh, you sign up, join. You know, you, you get a bunch of different perks. Obviously, the Discord, the Members Lounge, is one of them. And uh, you know, we have we have some fun in there. Yeah, we have some fun in there. Especially this off season has gotten a lot more lively because people are not happy yeah. and want to. They want to make their thoughts known. So if you for some reason you can't get on the chat for a day, you come to the Discord, you hop in, and you put you put that you put your takes your hottest and, take in there. And or just if you continue. Take. Loyal way, yeah. loyal no.
0: listener Shane, he's always in the chat. He's all he's always the first one to drop like the yeah, tweet that good. has yeah. breaking news, he's and it's been very helpful because then that means I don't have to sit on the the bird app and refresh all the time. He just drops in the news, so he's the one
2: refreshing and scrolling scrolling. So you don't have to do it.
0: Thank you for doing your. <laughs> thank Dimitri's, for doing gonna that, Shane. Dimitri's gonna <laughs> join.
2: Dimitri's gonna join. Matthew Gregory says, uh, "Become a diehard, 100 percent worth it. Trust me. You know, you get first of all, it's 20 percent off." The year of everything, right? All of our merch, all yeah, of our activities, all yeah. the takeovers, all that stuff is twenty yeah, percent off. Yeah. The um you know and you get a free shirt, right? Shirt or hat yeah. as well. So you know, Bears tailgates coming
1: up next season. Yeah. Maybe the Bears are in a better place. You get twenty percent off that, you know, those tailgates tickets to that too. So a lot of different perks in here, but I you know, specifically to Dimitri talking about, you know, this is a safe space. Mm-hmm. You know what else is a safe space? The our this- Discord. Yeah. I and don't, everyone's I very mine. nice
0: in there. Everyone has their takes, but no one yells at anyone. So That's, you don't, have to, that? you
2: don't have to feel like anyone's going to call you a moron or anything like that. So I, I don't know if uh, – <laughs> Kevin, I don't know if you can find this, but every time I try to refresh, refresh my Twitter feed, I get so spammed out by ads. I just put it on Slack. I want you to see what I get every single time I try to refresh and see if the Cubs have signed Correa – this is the garbage I get. Some old guy trying to punch a ball on a string. Why are they targeting me with that ad? Some old guy with a rubber band and a wiffle ball, and he's boxing at it. that that's every single time I try to refresh my Twitter feed, this is all since Elon all right, I'm Musk. I'm trying
1: to pull it up, and it's
2: being weird. I—you can't find it, or you just—oh, I found it. Maybe it's weird. because I'm it's an to pull ad. It,
1: it won't let it do it. Yeah. The technology is not. Anyways, if you're watching it.
2: on the YouTube chat, basically what it is, is it's an ad of an old guy in his garage with a, like a wiffle ball, a rubber ball on a rubber band that ties to the back of his head. And is he's boxing it? as it comes back at it over and over. And it's something they're trying to sell me for the holidays. Jeezy ball it or something. The kids are using it. There, we go. there it is. Jazzy, Jazzy Jazzy ball. ball. But the, I don't, I don't get this one with the younger kid <laughs> punching the ball. I get this old man in a garage, <laughs> as if look, you look at how active you could be, old man. Here he is. Look at this guy. Well,
1: I mean, hey, if you're looking for mindless things to take your, you know, that is, off, that'll do it. <laughs> take your mind off the Cubs right now, like that. That's one thing. But that's probably why they're giving it to you right now. They're like, they're like Luke is looking for something to take his mind off the Cubs and and you know the free agency right now. Let's get him this punching bag. Right, ball right, thing right. That's gonna help him out.
2: Galvin, yeah. Galvin says I. He thought I would be getting repeated ads for hymns. Uh, speaking of getting old, happy birthday, Fergie Jenkins, eighty. <laughs> Fergie's eighty. <laughs> what a way to transition to that. Let one. me what tell you, transition. we are lucky to still have Fergie and Billy Williams around. Yeah, like that. You can go see those guys and talk to those guys at Cubs convention. Um, for Fergie's fans, always at, there you know he's there all you got to do is see his van with his stickers all over it when he shows up yeah he
0: yeah. yep. always does the he's always in the one room signing a book or something like that right Yeah, he's always got books i mean
1: Fergie this got books. the, the got Fergie got books. jenkins yeah. um statue day i think that was back in may like that was a little a little while ago now probably one of the does more like a long one time. of the more uh, he does look
2: good for 80
0: Probably yeah. one of the the best days of the year if you talk about the twenty twenty two Cubs. Yeah, there, I mean they, the,
1: the bar wasn't very high, but it was really really a really cool day. Um, you know, getting to talk to Fergie, you know, he hearing. I mean, the he, uh, Chatham, uh, on t- some somewhere in, in Canada, I think it's called Chatham is the town, but they're like yeah. there's a town crier Canada. there. Yeah, they Chatham. brought they brought this the town the Chatham town crier to Gallagher Way. They did all this really cool stuff for him, and obviously, you know, Fergie Jenkins. Arguably, honestly not even, probably most likely is the greatest pitcher in Cubs history at yeah, this point. Yeah, because Maddox um, left. Yeah, just like but, lo- what he yeah. did plus a little bit more Roman. longevity than some of the other guys. Um, or he's
2: mad about Lester not getting mentioned.
1: <laughs> but no, but he, <laughs> he that was that was a really cool day and definitely deserving of that statue. Uh, maybe a little later than it should have come. Maybe it should have gone yes. a little bit sooner. Especially, you know, when when guys like, like Ron Santo and, and Ernie Banks were still around. Maybe then would have been a good time to have done it. Um, but he did get it in the end, deserved it. But 80 years old, man, like, Fergie Jenkins has seen a lot in baseball. He's seen the evolution of this game. That's, you know, that's obviously a really, you know, just a really cool thing to 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 be around, a like, really cool person to be around, real cool person to talk to, and obviously getting to 80 is, is, is a good thing.
2: Yeah. Can you imagine what he'd be worth today as a pitcher? Oh, a, a guy that, like, every single time was going, like, nine innings. A guy that would throw 200 without blinking.
1: You so, know what I mean? Like yeah, somebody yeah. that,
2: a pitcher that durable, and not only that, a guy that struck out a lot of, like, so he already had the strikeouts, he had the durability. What what a player of his ability level would be worth today?
1: If you straight up brought Fergie into just, like, just dropped him into 2022, <sighs> going to 2023, I mean, considering how... I'm afraid that like managers would ruin him. Mm-hmm. Like he they wouldn't be, let, he
2: couldn't be ruined. He was like indestructible. But what I'm saying is they wouldn't yeah. let him go. Right. Even, yeah, even yeah. if he had the
1: ability, they wouldn't let him go because they're so invested in the, the numbers and playing the matchups and like, "Oh, third time through the order, we yeah. can't let that happen." Um my uh, my Fergie probably is that punched the manager in the face if <laughs> that's he tried what I'm to do that. <laughs> well, I, I asked him that once. I'm like, "What would you do if if you were playing on the Cubs right now and David Ross went out to take the ball from you and he's like, "Well, I just give it to him." I'm like, okay, Fergie. <laughs> I'm like, all right, if you say so. I'd <laughs> uh, like to think he would, but you Bob know. Gibson would have punched the manager. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, sometimes I think Max Scherzer wants to punch the manager. Yeah. Like, there. Uh, go ahead, sorry. But I was gonna say, there's no one like Fergie Jenkins in this game today. So it, I guess it would be interesting if you just took a guy with Fergie Jenkins' ability, the way he pitched, all that different stuff, like pretty much Fergie. Give Jenkins him the himself,
2: technology of
1: today and just put him in 20. Yeah, put him in 2022, see what happened. That would be intriguing. It would be interesting to see because he was a guy that I mean, was it thirty complete games that one year? Like he, like, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I just hate when people nuts.
2: say when you're trying to compare. It's you're you're compare different eras and be like, well, the game's different. That they, they weren't nearly players weren't nearly as athletic back then. Yes, but you have to consider the fact that those guys were driven that way, yeah. and that if they were in today's era, they would be as athletic as those guys, and they would be able to do those things. Mm-hmm. So don't just discount somebody from another generation of baseball because you turn on the Sandberg game and you see Ryan Sandberg, and you're like, well, everybody in this game is a twig. Everybody's like, they, they don't look built. They're skinny. It's like, well, that's what the game was. And he, they were the best of the best at that time. So now take them and put them on the weight programs, yeah. and they're likely just as great or yeah. better. Right. Also,
1: I've heard that, like, uh, I forgot who talked about it. I think it was, like, a um, actually Tom Ricketts told this story at Fergie Day stuff. Um, about a former Harlem Globetrotter, the name is I can't I can't think of the name, but talking about how like Fergie Jenkins, if he played basketball, would have been like an All NBA player every single year. Like I, like you talk about athleticism, like Fergie Jenkins yeah. was that he just played decided globe, to play played baseball. With the He just decided to play baseball. Like mm-hmm.
2: unbelievable. That
0: was it. Yeah. Uh, Matt and the uh, yeah Matthew Gregory in the chat he uh, related to this. He said if you could bring back one all time Cub. For today's roster, who would you pick? And uh, I lean Sammy Sosa just because he's my favorite (laughs) player ever. And this team, yeah, nobody's testing. Yeah, no one's testing. I mean, well, they testing. I guess Tatis Jr. fucked around and found out, but you know, other than that, (laughs) if you could
2: bring back one player in his prime, I mean, I would not say Ernie Banks.
0: Oh yeah, well, especially yeah. for the need for this roster right now, Ernie Banks. Cubs need a catcher. And the Henry Blanco is <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ernie. Ernie can play short <laughs> Giov- give me
0: give me two thousand eight Giovanni Soto and just that version. <laughs>
2: Ernie could play short and first. Yeah, yeah. played yeah. more games at first than he yeah. did at short, which is yeah. crazy to think about. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ron Sano, third Passion. base. Yeah, because yeah.
1: yeah. he's a third baseman on this team right now. Yeah, that's fair. There's yeah, there are there are a lot of players. I mean Tony
0: Campana. You put Rhino in there at, at second <laughs> Don't you put some respect on Tony Campana. I'm, I'm just joking. You put Rhino in there at second Hey, he base, made the major
2: led... leagues. There's no yeah, more than the major done. leagues is an incredible baseball player. He's just the nice first dude. Greg
1: Maddox. You can have both professors on in one rotation. Yeah, Greg, Greg Maddox and Kyle yeah. Hendricks.
0: Give us uh, nineteen ninety eight Kerry Wood. Beacher says Zobrist. Mark Pryor.
1: Oh.
2: oh. Uh, by the way, guys, our day is not over. For anybody that's in the city of Chicago on the chat tonight, we skate. Are we? Are we really going skating?
1: Yeah, I guess so.
0: Yeah, I do not want to skate. Well, well Cody up, might Cody. try to
2: slide on with his shoes. We're gonna see she's what gonna, happens. <laughs>
0: she's gonna be so mad if I go ice skating, and she. Ain't all, all right, all right, well, you can she cheer. Us meet on. you out there. I just, I can't do it. Well,
2: first of all, you know what I'm risking? How brittle my bones are yeah. to get on ice. He's old. Ugh. I, I have the life alert thing that I'm going to wear around my neck, but still. is going to be so mad that we're going to do this.
1: No, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, <laughs> I think there are people it. that
2: will certainly be mad. We're going to Winterland right after this just to have a little fun. Mm-hmm. And whatever the money is, yes, we're going to give the Ricketts family our money. But you guys, think of it this way. What if right now they're thinking... Korea's only like thirty-five dollars away from signing. <laughs> if we had another thirty-five bucks in our pocket, oh we could gosh. probably tell Korea, you know what? We're picking up the tab tonight at Mastros yeah. with whatever these guys spend at the Winter Wonderland. If so the Cubs we're doing it for you. If
0: the Cubs sign Correa or Swanson tonight, then you can just come in the chat tomorrow and say thank you guys. Or come in the chat tonight when we do an emergency podcast. Well there you go. When we're doing the emergency podcast and we'll be like That's right. Thanks, guys. You know?
2: And I if again, join us. We're gonna go over to uh, we're gonna be there. I think Corey's gonna try and meet us over there and yeah. a special secret guest will be making an appearance at Wonderland. I don't wanna say any more. Don't wanna give too much away. I don't even know who the guest is. A special secret guest at Did Winterland. Brendan so if you're in the area, if you're <laughs> in the area. And you want a little uh, hot wassail over at the Winterland? Oh, I
0: gotta get the baked cheese too. The baked <laughs> Cody's cheese. Cody's in on the baked cheese, but not the skating. Not the skating. Well, first off, the baked cheese is outside the ballpark oh. where it's free, mm. but you have to obviously you have to pay for it. But it's so good; it's like my favorite thing. That's there, if I had to, If you ask me. Anyway,
2: so tonight we spend so that the Cubs can sign Correa, and when they Big do, we us. will have a breaking news podcast right here at CHGO. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top rated sports book. Download the app. Use the promo code CHGO. And thanks to everybody in the chat. We'll be here next time. Again, tomorrow, one twenty. Till then, fly the W. You're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find. Oh, there it is. Drawing board or Miro. All our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one.
0: Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M I R O.com.